Hello and welcome to the Dear Sparrows podcast. I am Callie, your host, and today I'm super excited because we've got Sarah and Noah on. Say hi, guys. Hey. Hi. <laughs> um, and they're going to be sharing their God-written story, um, which I hope will really encourage you guys and um, just remind listeners that God is still the God who likes to author amazing stories. Um, he cares about relationships, and those are close to his heart, and they matter to him. Um, and I think Sarah and Noah have a really like strong story in that way, and also they have a business together that they run, which is super neat. Um, I've known Sarah longer. I've known you, gosh, oh, shoot. When was she, like, 2013, 2014? Yeah, something like yeah. that. I would say that. Yeah, through your brother and <laughs> yep. sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I'm going to let you guys kind of take the mic, whichever of yeah. you wants to kind of maybe share... Um, little backstory before you met, and then into that landmark day (laughs) that God had on the calendar far before you guys did. The dates, definitely Noah Noah has. I'm bad with dates. Anyways, um, so yeah, I grew up in Chesterfield, Virginia. Um, I was homeschooled, and I have a brother, Larry, and of course my parents raised me. Um... Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was, um, I have a really close family, and I'm thankful for that. Um, but anyways, so I grew up, I was an ice skater. I started skating when I was about six years old. Um, we went for my mom's, like, birthday, uh, just for fun, just to see, like, hey, we never skated before. And my parents noticed that I just kept, like, skating, and for my first time, it looked so easy, and I enjoyed it. So, like, we should, you know, maybe give her some lessons. <clears throat> so, um, anyways... I started doing, like, homeschool skate lessons, um, and that was a lot of fun. So I became a figure skater and had private lessons, and all throughout high school I skated, I competed. Um, So that was, like, my my main hobby besides doing school and all that. Um, So it was really fun. Uh, And then I graduated high school in 2014, um, didn't really know what I wanted to do college-wise, like career-wise, so I was like, why don't I just work full-time, you know, save up money. So I worked at a chiropractic uh, office called Better Bodies, um, and I was going to uh, coach figure skating, but it just kind of, the Lord was like, I felt like the Lord was leading me differently, so I decided to be a receptionist at the chiropractic because it made more money, and I was like, I want to save so, anyways, I went there full-time. Um, and then, yeah, so I did that for two years. So that was 2014, 2016. <laughs> um, and then from there, I worked at a um, at a hardscaping company with my mom. So that was super cool. Um, and actually, that's when my love for photography kind of started. Um, I just, it kind of occurred to me, I love photos, love taking them you know, before then, and I was like, I don't know, I might think about photography, but when I, um, was at, uh, the hardscaping company, um, that was one of the things that I could do, um, is kind of, like, do more marketing, um, that involved taking pictures of the hardscapes that the company did, and, you know, promoting it on social media, so I was like, this is really cool, um, and I was also going to John Tyler for photography classes, because, like I said, I was, had a spark for that, I was like, that's something I know I want to do, so, John like, Tyler's community college, yeah, just John Tyler community college, yeah, exactly. just for out of town, no, that's good, thank you, yeah, <laughs> not and yeah, exactly, yeah, <laughs> not recommended, oh my goodness, another photography class, <laughs> so, yeah, so it was just something fun to do, um, as a little creative outlet, um, and meet, you know, different people. Um, so yeah, did that. And that's where my love for photography grew. 
uh, I realized that a lot of the classes, though, I could do on YouTube instead to save money. So I did that for two semesters, and then I just decided to self-teach myself and just learn that way. Um, so anyways, yeah, moving forward from that, um, then I'm trying to decide, kind of remember from there. Yeah, so, well, I'm not going to go into that. Well, okay, yeah, I should, I should say that. It's the story that. of love. Um, so, anyways, so my husband is Noah, um, but previous before that, <laughs> when I was dating, um, this is when in high school, I was about 16, no, 15 and a half when I had my first relationship, um, and it was like six months, it was like a really quick relationship, just because we were young, and I mean, we just didn't know what love was, but, um, it was just, you know, a cutesy little relationship, but it didn't, wasn't anything. But, um, the Lord was in, but the Lord was in that. Like he, he had a plan and purpose for everything. He always does. But, um, anyways, he, he helped me to like learn like what I'm looking for in a guy and what he wants me to have in a guy. Um, what he wants for me. So through that relationship, I was like, it just, it didn't work out. And like I said, we were really young. So when, when advised dating that young, <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, after that, um, I got into another relationship when I was like 16. Um, and that relationship was about a four year relationship, but it was one of those things. Like I thought I loved him and I, I, you know, I thought I did, but I don't know. It just definitely, more I look at it, it wasn't from the Lord um, because it there were a lot of, like, hurt and things that happened in between that relationship because, and the problem was I didn't put God first. I put a guy first, mm. and um, that created a lot of problems. And, um, you know, you, you live and you learn, but and the Lord is there with you every step of the way, um, even though sometimes he'll let you, you know, you have your way, sometimes he'll let you go that way. And so, and it's for you to learn, but he's always there, um, to bring you right back in. So, uh, through that four year relationship, you know, it was, it was tough. There were some things, I mean, I, I was stupid and I was like, oh, well, this guy really cares about me. And I decided to, you know, move out to his, live in his parents' house. He wasn't living there, but it was just a whole mess. And, um, like I said, it wasn't from the Lord. Um, it was all self and, um, after that, that last year of the four-year relationship, the Lord just really showed me that in many ways that, um, yeah, that are just heartbreak. Um, I don't want to really go into too much detail, but it was just, it was devastating. And, um, but the Lord, like, again, the Lord showed me that I just need to come to him. And, um, anyways, I moved back, uh, that was 2000 and yeah, 2016, I moved back to my house, to my parents' house, and um, I don't know, I just I had such a different relationship with the Lord than what I did before. Um, so at the, at, so I can say that I regret things, but then I can say that because of those um, hardships, without them, I think I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been who I am today because of that, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Um, so I'm also thankful for the hardships because I can be more appreciative of things that I wouldn't have been before. Um, yeah, like just being appreciative of my family because before mm -hmm. then I wasn't as appreciative. You know, I just took everything for granted. Yeah. And um, so I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the hardships. Um, 
anyways, so after that, I moved back to my parents' house. Um, I was single and just being like, all right, uh, I'm still working at the hardscape company. And I'm just like, all right, what am I, you know, what lore do you want me to do? Um, I'll just continue to, you know, work and do that. Um, I had this friend that I worked with at Better Bodies, the chiropractic place, uh, in 2014. Um, and she kept telling me about this youth group that she goes to. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, eventually I'll go. But I just, you know, wanted to wait a while because it, you know, I wasn't ready to meet a bunch of people yet, kind of to myself. Um, and then... Maybe about a couple months of that, she finally was like, she kept, you know, asking me every now and then. I was like, you know what? I'll go. I'll, I'll just go and just meet some different people. So Bless the persistent friends. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Seriously. So I um, I finally went. It was Thursday night at that time. Now it's Tuesdays. But um, went to the Thursday night Bible study. And, um, oh, okay. And I, I remember seeing, uh, what was it? I came in. Oh, that's true. It was Dodgeball. Dodgeball was one of our first event when I actually met Noah for the first time. But it was very, like, high and by type thing, so that's why I don't really consider it as, like, actually getting to talk to you. It was, like, before we went to go play Dodgeball at the Fellowship, we were like, oh, hey. My friend was like, hey, this is Noah. I was like, hi. And then he was, like, talking. We were talking to other people, so it was a really quick interaction. But, um, so, yeah, so went to the Bible study, and um, it was about maybe, I don't know, 10, 15 up. 15 of us, um, we met, we meet at, like, someone's house, the youth group leader's house, and, um, anyways, we, I forget what chapter we were on, but, um, that's how I met Noah, and, you know, because we went around the room, like, what's your name, and where are you from, and all that awkward stuff that you do when you, when you're first, yeah, yeah. um, so anyways, uh, and then do you want to talk about the story? Well, actually, you got to tell your story, though. I had a life before. I, I know. I was going to say, I should probably stop there. No, you didn't. I should probably, I should probably stop there because then we could just keep Your going life began on. when you met her. <laughs> yes. No. Yeah, in a way. <laughs> okay, so you, yeah, and then we'll stop. So, yeah, I was also homeschooled my entire childhood. It's fantastic. That's cool because I think that's kind of a rarity. I mean, at least from... I mean, I know in Christian circles, but I still think as much as there is kind of a homeschool community yeah. in Virginia, it's not, we're not like a lot of states where that's very It's not present. super common. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not super like, common. There's so a community, so. pretty cool. Yeah. You can relate on that. And absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like most people I knew were homeschooled, but outside of that group, there's almost nobody. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like if I meet someone new, it's like, oh, you know them? Oh, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> um... So yeah, uh, I didn't have a hobby like ice skating growing up, but my family is very nerdy and technology focused. So my, my dad's a software developer, and so all the kids grew up with computers and computer brains. So that was my hobby. I guess mm-hmm. that's my ice skating, yeah. <laughs> too, because I'm very bad at sports. We're not coordinated at all. <laughs> I can run, and that's about it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so my first relationship, I was also... Fifteen and a half, just about, I think, right? I guess so, yeah, from I think, what you told me. I think so, yeah. yeah. We'll go, with, actually, I think I was 16. Okay. And again, like yours, it lasted maybe six months because we didn't really know yeah. what we were doing. So, yeah. um, we weren't really in love because you don't really know what that is when you're 16. You just, you just don't. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that, that ended fairly quickly. Um, and then I had, from, see, 2014, 2016, so, growing up in the church that I grew up in, we had lots of conferences, so we went to all these, um, you'd go to Toronto and spend a week there with all these other kids, and you'd listen to speakers and do discussion groups and workshops, 
learning about some topic, and you put a bunch of teenagers in any camp for a week, and people meet each other, and they start flirting. <laughs> no. Really? All, every time. What? <laughs> teenagers? teenagers? Never. Falling in love? Yeah. <laughs> no, the last thing they care about is relationships. Goodness. It's a problem. They're all uh, focused on school and Jesus, okay? School yep. and Jesus. <laughs> Uh, so I met a girl at one of those conferences, and she was from a, she was from New Jersey. So we dated for a little over two years. That went not amazingly. As long distance relationships, when you're both teenagers, you don't know how to handle things, and you don't know your emotions, and you aren't really in love. <laughs> so that didn't go incredibly well. So in 2016, that relationship ended, which was also the same year that Sarah's relationship ended. Woo! Pretty crazy. So two yeah. single people. We didn't know each other, you know, quite. I mean, we had met before, but still. Yeah. I don't think we knew each other okay. until we were both broken it up. It was though. weird. Yeah. But, that, but that's cool. I just, I don't it's know. So I just, weird. I see God up there, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, right on time, yeah. check mark, <laughs> on schedule, <laughs> on schedule. They're sad. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna yeah. be okay. They're sad. I can introduce them now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I had been going to this church my entire life. We were doing. Was it Tuesday nights or Thursday nights? It was Thursday nights and okay. then turned Tuesday. We keep, oh, yeah, right, it was Thursday. Yeah. We keep bouncing between Thursdays and Tuesdays, depending on yeah. when people's classes were. So it was like a college-age, high-school-age Bible yeah. study thing. Okay. Um, and because I, I went to John Tyler as well. Not not recommended. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, but YouTube is better <laughs> for, for learning stuff. Uh, <laughs> I went there for business administration as background, not photography. Not even what I do right now, but it's fine. So we met at the Bible study, um, since everyone in that group had known each other for 20 years, usually, like on average, 20, 15 years. Um, the phrase uh, fresh meat is used every now and then to, okay. to describe right. people right. that join the group <laughs> because they get... I don't like that. <laughs> I know you don't like that. I don't like it either. But think about it. You join the, you join the Bible study and like two months later, <laughs> we're dating. <laughs> it was really quick. Um... So yeah, I uh, went to went to the Bible study, and then I met um, met Sarah there, and I was like, "Ooh, she's cute. She's very cute." <laughs> I'm single now. <laughs> I can think these things. <laughs> um, but uh, at the same time, everyone else, every other guy in the Bible study, was thinking the same thing. Um, but it's, yeah. yeah. So um, I started talking to Sarah over Facebook and being like, "Hey." What are you reading in the Word? <laughs> when um, Classic over Messenger. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, abs- so, so classic. Yeah. Well, first it was like, hey, what do you want to do for Secret Santa? Like, here's yeah. your person. Here's what they want. Buy them a gift. Uh, so, and, and which went from that to being like, hey, let's talk more. Yeah. Um, it, it was all over all over Facebook. Um, just between, not all over Facebook, but like chat, chatting over Facebook. Um, and then so I was telling my best friend about it. And... Um, and I was like, hey, I've been talking to Sarah. She's really cute. What do you think? He's like, yeah, it's all right. Um, and then we started talking about the, the struggles of youth. Um, at, for a long time, I struggled with pornography, as most most teenage boys have and continue to sometimes. Um, teenage boys, I'm speaking about. <laughs> uh, so so my friend was was telling me, like, hey, you need to, to get over this addiction. You can't start a relationship in good conscience with this being a problem because we've seen it destroy marriages and friendships. And it's, 
It's terrible. So mm-hmm. so he was he was literally like, if you don't delete everything, then I'm gonna start talking to Sarah too. <laughs> like, oh no, that's quite a threat. <laughs> He's hotter than me. I can't deal with this. <laughs> uh, so uh, so I did. <laughs> the threat worked. Um, so yeah, deleted all that and then continued talking to Sarah. Um, that's really powerful. That's that's big. Yeah. So kudos to you on that. Kudos to the Lord. Amen. Well, amen, amen. But and you to my boy. <laughs> <laughs> but you also chose to take that step of initiative, yeah. which I think mm-hmm. um, I think that's something in the church that doesn't get discussed a lot. Yeah. And I think we need to, um, you know, give credit where credits due, and and you invited the Lord to help you into that. So yeah. that's Awesome. Yeah. It's definitely. It's different because most of the church leaders are older and they didn't have internet pornography when they were growing up, so they didn't get addicted to it. And now they're married and they don't know how to use computers anyway. Yeah. Um, so you'll find that younger younger church leaders and youth pastors talk about it a lot more, but it's definitely still not enough. Yeah. Relative to the scale of the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but you get to be a testimony of how you overcame that. Yeah. You were quite rewarded, so. Yes. <laughs> that is a gift. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh... After talking for, what, two weeks over Facebook? Yeah. Um, I eventually was like, okay, well, I guess it's time to ask her out. Um, so one Thursday even or Thursday afternoon, I texted my best friend. And I was like, hey, because we would go out for, for food, for fast food after the Bible study, just to hang out and chat and stuff. Um, so I told him, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask people to go out and get snacks after Bible study, and you need to not go. <laughs> you need to agree, but not go. <laughs> So I did, and then he didn't show up to cook out, and me and Esme and Sarah have a milkshake. I was like, wait, where's Josh? And he's like, oh, I don't think he's coming now. I was like, wait, wait, so you were the only two? Yeah. The only two. Oh, that's sneaky, I know. sir. I was I like, know, he's my milkshake. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask you a quick question. This is this is a little off topic, but I'm just, in the realm of guys, is that is that like a, like a thing? No. Okay, because <laughs> I've had that happen to me twice. Really? Yes. And then I will ask people, and I'm like... Where, where were you? And they were like, we were told explicitly not to come. And I'm like, I was, what? I've never heard of anyone else doing that. Uh, t- apparently, it was a, a yeah. thing. Might be intimidated. Well, for me, it was like two brothers who did it to me separately, but I don't think they ever knew that the other did that. And I don't think I'll ever tell them. Yeah. You but definitely shouldn't. No. Well, no I should have I, said I, that now. I feel like that would, <laughs> would have been. That's going to come back. <laughs> Hey, it's yeah. I didn't give explicit names. I'm just asking. Yeah. I didn't know if yeah. that was like some like unwritten guy code. Like, so here's the plot. It's a good question. Yeah. I've never heard of that in guy code, but it makes sense. If you think a girl will say no, then you trick her. <laughs> you trick her into going on a date. Sometimes it doesn't. This is in the book. This, you know, we had like the American Girl Doll book. Yeah, exactly. Where it was like, it's okay, this is this is what you do growing up. Like the secrets. <laughs> Now there's some... There's a secret man... There is book. no American Boy Doll book. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Back to Back the to story. Work. Thank you. Cut that. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, we ended up at, at a cookout, having a milkshake. It's a great time, great conversation. And I was like, so what do you think? You want to you wanna, you wanna date? <laughs> and you were like, nah, I don't want to date. Not right now. I was going to Joey when I do this. But... Uh, Joey from Friends. Oh. Um, so I was like, all right, that's cool. We'll hang out tomorrow night then. Because we had, our, our mutual friends were having something at VCU. What? Can I cut it? Don't call. And the reason why I said no is because I did like him because I wanted to hang out with him. But 
because I had get, gotten out of the four-year relationship, and that was, like, what, a month or two? Like, in between. It was, like, five months for you. I don't know. It felt, well, it felt shorter. Anyways, I didn't want to rush into it. I was trying to be, <clears throat> I was trying to guard my heart, and I was trying to, like, really, I wanted to make sure it's from the Lord. It still happened quickly, but I think, I know it's because it was the Lord. But anyways, I, the first question he asked, I didn't want to be like, yes, yes, yes. I wanted to be take a little bit, me. I wanted to be a little, you know. Wanted to take a step back a little. But anyways, yeah. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Number one way to get a guy, say no to him multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, she said, no, not right. I'm not really ready for anything like that. Um, so we had an art gala to go to the next day because of our mutual friends, college Bible study, college students, a bunch mm-hmm. of art students showing off their stuff. Um, so we went to VCU and went to an art show the next night with mm-hmm. a bunch of our friends. And then... Did it feel awkward at all, or was it, like... For me, it was a little bit, because, like, number one, I could not find good parking at VCU. And then when I did, I didn't have cash with me. And they're like, we only take uh, credit card. Oh, no, we only take cash. And I was like, I have a card. So, anyways, that was the first, like, part that was a little, like, awkward. Because once I finally saw him, he was waiting, like, 20 minutes for me. And I was like, oh, this is not a good start. I saved your life. I know. I paid for your parking. You got me cash, which was great. But, anyways, that was awkward. And just, yeah, not knowing quite yet if... You know, we if I wanted to be together, like I just had to have that yeah. assurance, and it was like a quick assurance once I had it. But I just had to have that. So it was a journey to get there, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. So yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Well, it wasn't awkward when we were talking. No. But but, before, but the situation. I was a little yeah. Nervous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um. So then we ended up going back to your car afterwards, standing on top of the parking deck, looking over the city. It's so beautiful, cool. and I was like, yeah. Hey, you you want a date? And you were like. Yeah, I'm just not ready. <laughs> I was like, "All right, cool. You want to go hiking tomorrow?" <laughs> and then you said, "You said yes." I, I love hiking. That's like one of my things. That's so. the key. Sarah's heart. Mountain. Is go go walking. <laughs> <laughs> so so the next day we we um we met at our church building and we drove an hour and a half to go hike, um and then on the top of the mountain, I was like, "Hey." You want a date? <laughs> Persistent. Persistent. Well, you didn't say, like, you never gave me a hard yeah, like, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, then you were like, okay. Yeah. Third time's the charm, apparently. Like, mm-hmm. I okay, guess. Where the mountain is. The mountain, yeah. yeah. You know. I called Mountain View. I got a scarf on. And we're like, it's keep keeping you warm yeah, next to me. Yeah, just cute. So romantic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And that's how we started dating. Yeah. And that was in... 2016. Yes. Month, I'm trying to remember. December. December. Okay. December the 10th. Yeah. And then for the audience, so what were your ages at this time, too? Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. I was, <laughs> I was, let's see, I'm 24 now, so I was 20. 20. You okay. Were, yeah, we were both 20. Yeah. We were 20. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. And we both had jobs, but still live with our parents as, mm-hmm. like, a background of where our lifestyle was at at that point. Yeah. I think that's the case of, you guys, are you guys millennials or are you Gen Z? Millennials. Technically right? Gen Z, but we fit, oh. we fit more into millennial as far oh, okay. as like, okay. Well, I was gonna say that that's the millennial like thing to do mm-hmm. is you know you have you have two jobs yep. that work thirty nine hours a week and then you live with your parents. <laughs> that's what you do. Yeah, <laughs> <So>. yep, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Welcome to adulthood. <laughs> Welcome to uh, Kelly's house. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then December, we dated for six months. We dated for six yeah. months, and then we broke up. 
No. no. <laughs> okay, I was like, wait, what? No, I didn't know about this. No. <laughs> we did it for six months, and then we went hiking back at the same mountain where we first got together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was June 10th, exactly six months, uh, December 10th, June 10th. And then I proposed to you. Hey, so you guys just passed a milestone. There you go, because June 10th was the mm-hmm. other day. Yeah. yeah. So by the time this comes out, it'll be July. But Okay, cool, yeah. Oh. Exactly, Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. And between that, the Lord was, you know, continuing to show. Because during the time we dated, we were praying, of course, and we'd be like, Lord, is this what you want? Because even though we're dating, we want to make sure this is right, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and still the Lord, I mean, both of us, the Lord was like, yeah. He didn't, ha- he didn't halt, you know, stop our hearts from being like, no, mm-hmm. you know, wait longer or yeah. whatever. So. Yeah. Life advice, side note, do not fall for the sunk cost fallacy in relationships. Don't stay with them just because you've been yeah. through so much together because, oh, I've already dumped so much time into this. I can't mm-hmm. go start something new. No. If it's that bad the whole time, start something new. Oh, Look it up. Sunk cost fallacy. It's a big deal. <laughs> no, that's some good tea. Thank you for yeah. that. That's, yeah. that's some wisdom there. Yeah. yeah. That's some, like, fire wisdom. You've seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I have seen that happen to a lot of, a lot of people. Yeah. 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 So. It's really sad. Yeah. So we got engaged, and then uh, we started, we realized we needed to get married at some point, and we wanted to get married soon, so we set a date that year, so November 25th, 2017, mm-hmm. which was like six months away, and like, well, we got to plan a whole wedding, mm-hmm. and that's a whole other thing we could get into, but. Yeah. And one thing to kind of add to that is like, yeah, the, so it was really quick, like we dated, and then we got married in a kind of quick, you know, in like a year. But it was one thing because we knew the Lord wanted us to, like, he kind of kept encouraging us. Another thing, like, kind of like another tip is to, you know, when you're dating and, like, you're older, like, even younger, it's, um, temptation is real. You know, temptation of, like, you know, if you love the person, you know, there's temptation. Um, So we, because we were old enough, we were just like, we want to go ahead and get married because, you know, that temptation can be can mm-hmm. be hard and can become a, you know, a sin if you let it. It's a so, Yeah. So that was one of the other reasons why we were like, you know, it'd be good. We know the, this is from the Lord. Now let's really get married soon. Yeah. So just because there's no in-between. Oh, I respect that. You know? Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. That, that was another thing. So Yeah. And that combined yeah. with <laughs> us both having jobs yeah, with income exactly. that could support moving out and living exactly, together. Exactly, yeah. So if you're 20, when, like, when you you're younger, a job or a car. Yeah, it's a little different. It's different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to hear 16-year-olds being like, no, God no, no, wants yeah. us to be together. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you can't drive. Yeah, it's a little different, but if you're older. And if you're older, you, you, you're yeah. adults, it was good. Exactly. Yeah, we're a smart working Exactly. Happen. It worked out. <laughs> no, I think that's beautiful. And yeah. honestly, like from, from my perspective, from what I've seen of people, um, typically those relationships that tend to be, like, the most God-driven and, like, God-Holy Spirit story. It's, like, meet and married within a year mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Well, like you guys, and I think mm-hmm. that's incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not the case for all, but no, but for many, I have yeah. seen that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially with friends and stuff, and I, I always think that's mm-hmm. that's cool, and, and you see... I mean, you can tell when your friends start dating someone, like, are they becoming the best them that they can be mm-hmm. and you're like yep mm-hmm. that's it yep that's it you found <laughs> <Yeah>. the person <laughs> yeah <laughs> so. exactly yeah. so yeah um let's see and then yeah we got married in november and we bought a house during that time yes. all while planning the yes. wedding that was fun that's a, that is a process and a half <laughs> it is <laughs> But, um, yeah, and so it'll be three years now being married this November, November 25th. So. 
Yeah, Thanksgiving. That is the date. Yeah. So, um, lots of Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, and you guys want to share a little bit about yeah. uh, your business that you do because yes. many couples have like crazy, cool, God written love stories, but you guys also work together, which is pretty rad and yeah. rare. Okay. So, yeah, um, Noah, he works at a company. He does uh, videographer, he's a videographer for the company. Um, and I'm, so I'm the photographer. So we decided to like, so I was doing, uh, photography for fun. And then about a year, no, two years ago, of course, it became more professional. Um, like I, I was doing photography for friends and, um, he was like, Hey, can I take a pic, you know, your picture? They're like, sure. And then I'd put it on social media, seeing how it would go. Um, anyways, it started to get better and like more people were like asking like, Hey, you know, um, you know, would you, uh, can I hire you to, you know, take my family photos? And I was like, sure. Um, and then kind of word of mouth people, you know, hear them and they like, Oh, I love your, the photos you did for them. Can you do mine? So it kind of just eventually, of course, a lot of like, uh, promoting myself on social media, going on different groups and all that on Facebook helps a lot. Um, but it's been a real blessing to see that grow. Um, and then, so yeah, Noah does the videographer work. And we were like, hey, why don't we just combine this together, you know, and have our own business? Because, I mean, people need, most of the time people want, you know, photos. And now it seems like, you know, a video as well for their wedding. Because it's just so, I mean, it's magical to have both of that, you know, a video too. Um, so anyways, we decided to collaborate on that. Um, I don't know if you want to yeah, talk more about that, but... That's yeah. kind of a summary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I've been doing videography for a few years, but I just like a year ago actually started the business, No James Productions, LLC. Um, so that's kind of what all of our stuff is kind of under now. Um, so yeah, uh, started doing videography at the company that I work for, um, starting by just, they sort of hired me partially because I knew how to edit in Adobe Premiere, and they were like, okay, we have this huge backlog of, of meetings and stuff that need to be edited and uploaded to our internal uh, portal, so I was like, all right, cool, I'll, I'll, I'll do that, and then eventually they handed me a camera, and I'm like, okay, now you film some, um, and I had no idea of what I was doing, uh, just pushing record and making sure it wasn't too bright on the screen, As, you know, it's, it's easy yeah. to, to fake it for a little bit, um, mm -hmm. but then uh, I started caring about it a little more, watching a lot more YouTube videos on how to, how to actually do videography and then photography, because... Sarah was occasionally asking for help with her photo stuff, so I was like, yeah. "All right, I guess this is something that I that I need to that I should learn as well." Mm -hmm. um, so, kind of like Neo in the Matrix, I get in these these zones where I'll just watch through a ton of YouTube videos at double speed and learn everything about a topic in a couple of weeks. And I'm like, "I know kung fu." <laughs> uh, so I learned how to do photography as well. Yeah, um, and he helps me second shoot weddings too. If like yeah. they don't need a videographer, yeah. So, so it, it turns really cool. into like. Whatever you need mm -hmm. for a wedding. So if you need photography, we do that together. If you need live streaming, we do that. Mm -hmm. Photo, we do that. It's all, it's all everything. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, we have a lot of fun, and I mean, it's just it's so great to meet different people, different families, and just to be able to capture their big day. So it's really cool. And again, we do we do weddings, but we also do other stuff too like I do headshots and stuff but weddings has like been our main focus this yeah you guys did Megan's wedding who yeah. was on our podcast last mm -hmm. month exactly uh, yeah which was so cool because you know as, as we had mentioned in the podcast before Megan had you know it was like during quarantine mm -hmm. and so she had a zoom wedding and well not zoom it was YouTube live yeah um 
Yes, same thing. Exactly. No logging code. But you guys did such a great job, and that was that was really cool to see like that come through. And then then you guys also did the photography, which was really neat to see all that come together. Yeah, absolutely. So we're excited to see what the Lord's going to continue to like. You know, do work in us as we do things together. But we're just really excited. Yeah. Yeah. So two questions. So, one, what are your, your hopes for the future? And, two, do you have any um, including advice or heart or anything that you would like to tell the listeners? You go. Okay. Um, what was the first question? Sorry. First one, so what are your kind of your hopes, oh, your dreams, okay. what are your God dreams? Yeah. Like, what's, what's God stirring that you feel led to share that, like... I just... One of my hopes and dreams in the future is just that... Um, that Noah and I can both continue to just have have the Lord work within us, um, just with everything we do. Um, you know, I, there's just a lot of like hurt, like regardless in the world, um, no matter what we're going through. And I just pray and hope that we can always shine the light of the Lord. Um, of course, it's not us; it's the Lord in us or through us. You know, working through us, um, and just that we can touch. You know touch others and then of course they can touch us as well because there's times where we can have you know discouragement and just hope the lord that the lord works in them to to us but uh, just encouraging others um through our work and just through everyday life um like i guess yeah one of my spiritual like goals i love it for others so um yeah how are you yeah i mean that's that's the main thing right just get closer to the lord and closer to each other yeah. Um, it's it's sometimes hard to keep the other person happy. And it's it's really hard to do that when you're not following the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just listening to your partner and listening to the Lord, doing what they need you to do, taking out the trash, <laughs> doing the dishes, whatever it takes. Yeah. My goal is that Sarah is happy all the time. <laughs> oh, isn't <laughs> And any concluding thoughts? Like, what, what is anything that you would, if you could talk to, if like there was like an audience, then you were like, do this, don't do that. Seek the Lord first. Um, <clears throat> sometimes what you feel like is right at the moment may not be right, so you really have to just step back a little and just pray and um, read the Word because prayer and reading the Word go together. Um, and just seek the Lord, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job, whether it's where to move. Just seek the Lord in it, and um, eventually you'll, he'll show it to you. Um, and if he's not, one thing I'm learning and have learned, like, if he hasn't responded to you yet about it, and you hear, like, nothing like from it, it can get frustrating, but there's a reason for that. And usually that means the Lord's telling you to wait, and he's just saying, keep praying. This is when I need you to have faith this is when I need you just to hold on to me mm-hmm. and it's not in your strength but it's in my strength you know the Lord's strength not in my yeah. own human strength um which is humbling yeah <laughs> so that's my encouragement mm-hmm. okay so yeah my my advice is the the one that my parents told me way too often in high school don't date until you're ready to get married it sucks when you're in high school, but there's a reason that every adult will tell you that. 
because you can waste so much time with other people that aren't who you're going to end up with. And yeah, I, I regret those relationships, but you know, like, like Sarah, you learn from them and you grow from them. I wouldn't be the same person if I hadn't dated someone in, in New Jersey for two years now living in Virginia, driving six hours every few weeks to see them. Well, thank you both for being on. I think you guys have such a beautiful story, and I just appreciate so much you guys being vulnerable and, and sharing your heart um, and your experience and all that you've learned and grown through. So Thank you for having us. Yeah, no, I think it. this is so cool. And um, yeah, it's just I think it's so neat to see how God had it planned all along. You guys mm-hmm. probably it's, you know, 2016 when both of those relationships ended, you were like, I'm forsaken, <laughs> and and God had the plan the whole time. That's so that's really beautiful, and I appreciate that both. So yeah. thank you guys so much for, for coming on and encouraging people. Um, please feel free to leave comments um, on the Instagram inbox, guys. I love getting your comments and two cents and uh, things that the Lord's showing you and revealing to you. And, yeah, excited to have this podcast series go on. So bless you both. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.